previously on Stuck in the Middle Kingdom with you. People here in China, they were, they were educated or brainwashed since they were very young. Based on the history, people knew like if they express too much, it could be very dangerous. If you are not a fish, how you know if fish is happy or not? So very often, the Western world is showing an attitude like, we are the savior for you guys. You know, we are going to save you because you're suffering in your life. But the thing is, there are not a fish in China. And now for the riveting second conversation with the Shanghai-based businesswoman, Spring. I knew she was holding back a little in the first conversation, so I dived straight into a hot-button issue, genocide. Twitter has banned a lot of Chinese accounts, which were coordinating information about Xinjiang. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't. Well, they have. What do you make of that? I'm not surprised. Like not Twitter su- itself has its own like opinion about how the West would see different situation in different countries. So to China, I think Xinjiang is one of the biggest issues that the whole international society concerned about. Um, possibly it's one of the, the topics that always people want to raise because it's the best way to criticize or judge how bad China is doing. It could be a tool for the political usage, but it could be something that the international society worry about. So you think it might just be that they don't really care about the people in Xinjiang. They just want to find a way to criticize China. Yeah, or want to use it as a leverage to have a further discussion. Everything is related to the power, right? Well, you know that um, in World War II, they had lots of camps and they were persecuting the Jews and killing the Jews and trying to rub them out, basically. So a lot of people now, I mean, it's hard for me to say what the details are about what's going on in Xinjiang, but but it seems quite clear that they are trying to make it that the Uyghurs, in at least a cultural sense, don't really exist anymore. But how do you know something you were reading was true? Yeah, I get, I get and that. BBC but... made this kind of news before, and it was uh, proved that BBC was trying to fabricate something which is not true. They made up some kind of like moody atmosphere, um, videos talking about people are getting a lot of pressure and also a lot of like you know bad behavior from China government. But I, I'm not sure. Like my friends in Xinjiang has different opinions. Mm. So are they Han people or Uyghur people? Um, both. You have Uyghur yeah, friends wh- in in Xinjiang. Who? How do they feel about it? They said it's not true. Well, I think about ten percent, as I understand it of Uyghur people in Xinjiang are in re-education camps. Um, And the government will say that these camps are like voluntary and they're to give them life skills and employment skills. But, you know, we can't be that naive, can we? They're there to, um, because the state sees them as somehow threatening. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the point? I'm trying to like prove this news, this piece of news is true or not. 
what I'm trying to say is, I mean, when we talk about Twitter making this decision to scrub all the uh, accounts which are putting out kind of the different story on Xinjiang, you know, the the nice countryside and the happy people and the vibrant culture. Mm. Your your position on that is that it's an angle of attack on China, but the it's not an angle of attack on China. It's just like I think Twitter itself is a biased platform. But, it's not credible. Don't we need to get uh, underneath the conflicting narratives and ask ourselves whether it's a good or a bad thing that the Uyghur people in Xinjiang are undergoing this kind of treatment? You know, it's not like they're not going into, they're not being arrested and going through a process and people are saying this person's good or bad. Do we send them to prison or not? They're just rounding up people they suspect of being bad in some way and throwing them into into these camps. I mean, don't you think that that's the thing that we should, uh, is that something to be concerned about or do we just uh, ignore it or is it not true, you know? You want my opinion? Yeah. First of all, I don't know which kind of like news was true or false. So I would rather like, I would rather to give you my opinion based on my experience Mm. and how I know about my culture here. Right. So I really found that like some people maybe have very different opinions on this, you know, Xinjiang stuff. But to be honest, like years ago, the people, vigorous, you know, some some of them, I'm not saying like all of them, they got those kind of Muslim culture planted in their mind. And they, they killed a lot of like Han people, which was uh, very big news when I was like teenagers or maybe like when I was at my 20s. So at a time, I think the local government was just trying to ban those kind of people who want to keep this kind of tourism stuff for the further, you know, conflicts between those kind of a vaguer group and Han people. You know, a lot of people here, they might think those vaguers got a lot of interest from the West based on their own, you know, interest. maybe they got money or they got those kind of like a, a promise, like if you do this, like I, I, I will... How would they get money? Like people in the far west of China. This is there a some very kind of poor NGO, part of... so called, so called NGO in the West that they're trying to transfer a lot of like power or promise or cash or money to the people who are trying to go against the local government here, which was proved the same thing in Hong Kong. There was a Hong Koner a few weeks ago when he was at the law courts and he said, like, I got money from the American Who was that? organization. I don't remember. He was in Hong Kong and he said this? He was going against the local governments. And then he said, I got those kind of uh, behavior just because I got money from the West. And you think that he's being completely honest and that's not just a, a way for him to maybe reduce his sentence or he's been told to say that by the authorities? If you want to doubt everything, you can doubt everything. But I rather believe, you know, people right, say but, that. But you believe that guy who is saying this thing about why he's got his influence, but you don't believe it's not the Uyghur people who I, are saying, hey, our culture is being eroded. You see the difference? I mean, you're happy to believe some and not, that, not others. I don't know what's the culture the Uyghurs having, to be honest. Uyghur people are just like a Turkish very similar religion. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're Muslims. They have a kind of 
an ancient culture. But but that's not really the point. The point is that Beijing wants to get loads of Han people to move into the area to change the ethnic makeup of the area. Also, they want to put a certain amount of people in camps, and they are prohibiting、uh, childbirth of、uh, some Uyghur women. You know, so so that means that there's going to be fewer of them in the future, and they will also, I think,、um, you know,、uh, in、uh, Islamic tradition, you have a beard, so they they don't let them have beards, and they you know destroy mosques and stuff like that, places of worship. That's what I hear, and I know we can say,、um, well, you've got your news and I've got my news, and that's a reasonable.、Um, Reasonable way of looking at it, but you have to see that on the one hand, you have the state in China. You're going to have the state news. Some things are allowed to be said, and some things are not allowed to be said. In the Western world, you've got a whole range of news, you know, and they have all sorts of different opinions on things. I know they have a. You know, we can be cynical about that. They all kind of agree on some things, but there's actually、um, there's a quite a variety of、uh, approaches. And opinions and editorial positions. So, do you see where I'm coming from? I don't think that if you've got two different news organisations or two different countries which have news, different news cultures, but one of them is pretty much one narrative and the other one is varied. So, which one's more likely to 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 have the truth?、Um, it's not about the truth. Like maybe the news you were reading was more like real. Compare with the news here, but have you ever thought about like maybe there was like two different situations? I believe like what happened in Xinjiang, it's totally different from how people project to the World War Two, how German treated the Jews, right? Well, it is different. But people wanted to people、yeah. want to link them like oh they feel like oh this is gonna be like World War Two how Jews get treated. It's a very different situation, first of all. So, if people want to put these kind of things together, want to compare with them, I think the motivation is wrong, or motivation is not pure. First of well, all, and secondly, I think maybe from the the state government here, they feel like a vigor. What vigor was doing possible is threaten the local people there in Xinjiang. So they feel like this is a trouble. If China want to be like improving and. Growing and develop very fast, because they are trying to get a culture go against with the the culture in the mainland China. So from the the government's standpoint, they feel like maybe this is a a trouble for them. But from another standing point, I feel maybe have you ever thought about? Because I've been Vietnam, I've been Shangri-La, and I talk to the people, local people there, and the situation is very different comparing the people in Tibet and Xinjiang, right? So they told me, like, possibly because in in Tibet or in in Vietnam, they got those kind of like religion. They they believe in Buddhism, you know. So those kind of Buddhism can really guide them to believe. Like, if you want to have a good life, you can just like totally work with the local governments. But somehow the people in Xinjiang possibly they don't accept it because most of people maybe possibly the living environment was poor. So some of them they want to improve as well. So how would you improve your life? Possibly, you collaborate with the local government so that they can open, like for example, the tourism opportunity for you. 
I think there are a lot of like different standpoints from the people there, even though like the news talking about there was some kind of so-called camp. So what's the purpose for camp? People have very different opinions. What if the Uyghurs can learn some kind of skill set that the Han people also have? Maybe they got a better chance to develop their local economy, you know? Well, you and I can decide whether we want to learn more skills. We don't, we we don't have to go and live in can, a camp. We, can choose. we don't have to go and live in a camp, do we? We can stay at home. Everybody is living a camp, but just like... It's, it's not a metaphorical like a camp. camp. It's not a metaphorical camp. These are real camps where people are. I've never seen this camp, so I can't discuss this with you. Mm. I don't believe the BBC News, so there is no standpoint it's, for it's me. It's not to just like, the BBC, I'm afraid. It's, uh, it's a lot of... Um, Sure. We, we don't Due know to the respect, I have no. Yeah, I have no other channels to to learn other news. Mm, you have a VPN. I would rather not talk about this. Okay. No, I I just feel like somehow you are trying to make a local people here in China to admit something we've never learned about. This is a very, you know, no, I'm not trying to get you to admit anything. Situation, but 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 this is something like I I always don't understand. Like, why the West always trying to like convince you know the people here, or they they trying to make the the East or the China to adapt the way the West is thinking or the West the West is operating, and somehow I to be honest, I feel like the West I feel, feel is feeling a little bit privileged like you got a better idea how to run this world right i look i think like what's happening is that the the western world is losing power and influence and that's a part of the reason why they are very critical of china because they feel uh confused about their uh future you know but i don't think that's why people are concerned about hong kong or taiwan or xinjiang is because one of the principles we have is of democracy. And alongside that principle is the idea that you can be in charge of your future and the way that you are ruled, right? So inevitably, as a result, when, you, when Westerners look at China and they realize that not only do the normal Chinese people not have any choice in who governs them, but also the people who govern them, the CCP, they force various other areas to take their rule and they do it quite ruthlessly you know so it it fundamentally hits up against uh, the values that westerners have about democracy and a lot of those values are reinforced by the experience of world war ii that's why people bring it up it's because it's the most central uh moment where the western world fucked up its own people, you know, by having this completely uh, horrific outbreak of barbarity and, and the destruction of, of different people. And so, so as a result of that, you know, I mean, the UN and um, the human rights legislation, it all comes after World War II. And so even though the, the West has since then made all sorts of terrible decisions, as a principle, they still have uh, democracy and then you know self-determination and such and i think that's why they look at china There's, so it's the two things on the one hand they feel insecure but on the other hand they have the principles 
So a lot of people in the West, I'm not talking about politicians and stuff who, who have an angle on things, but regular people look at um, the situation of, say, Xinjiang, and, and they think this is, a, this is a bad situation. You know? I totally understand. But as a Chinese, I have to say, like most people possibly don't know what happened in Xinjiang before. Like a lot of Han people got killed by those yeah. figures, you know. So this part of story was never reviewed in the international society. But, so as a but, Chinese, for example, I still remember when I had my chances, I got a news, like, even though my friends in Xinjiang, when they were very young, like they were teenagers, they were told to stay at home, don't go out, because in that two weeks, maybe 100 people and 1,000 people were killed by the Vegas because of the terrorism events. Right. So I think as, as a Chinese people, you can't forget this part of history. So, of course, we don't have very good feeling towards those people. Yes, but... You know, you... so when the government's trying to, like, force them to stay in possibly quoted as a prison, people feel like, you know, they deserve it. Yeah, but it's not those this people that the... committed the atrocities. We have terrorists, terrorist incidents in the West, too. And some people would like all the Muslims to be rounded up together and put in a camp. But we don't do that. You see the difference? It's because... Those Muslims who are walking around so. in London, people help they didn't do it. The, the, the people who did the bombing did the bombing. But when not I the was other visiting people, a just German because they share the same religion. Yeah. No, when I was visiting a friend in Germany, when we were driving towards a suburb, and he told me, you know, a lot of refugees was transferred from other countries, and they were staying in those kind of, you don't call it camp, maybe they were staying in that place, they cannot go out. So yeah, these us, people are being resettled. Situation. Yeah, it's not a similar so see, situation. Like in the West, uh, so you see, in the West, people can use those kind of elegant words called resettled. But in China, it's called putting in the camp. Well, those people have come from... These are the things that uh, we don't understand. No, we do understand them. Refugees have come from other countries and have, have come to Europe and stuff. And they need to be processed, like there's administration to do, and they need to be uh, resettled somehow. It's quite a complicated process. Governments generally don't just let um, people who wander into their country to just um, wander around and do whatever. They, there's a kind of process going on. That's the wrong analogy. We've got um, Muslim populations already living here. They're not living in camps, despite the fact that there's been terrorist atrocities from time to time. So not all the Vegas are all in the camp, right? No, I know. I think about the 10%. Some of them. Yeah. Yeah, but they're so not people who've thing. done any and crimes. To be honest, I feel like in Europe, people just don't talk about this. But I know my friends, like European friends, they feel insecure when they see those kind of transferred refugees. They feel threatened. So when you say the resettled, in our a... opinion, I feel like, let yeah. me finish, please. Uh -huh. When you say the resettled, from our standpoint, we feel like, oh, European governments or maybe your local governments is trying to brainwash those kind of refugees so that they can follow your principle and follow your value in the West. They can't wander around, just like you said. They can't be themselves. They can't follow their well, culture. They, they can. Hang on, the, uh, the cat needs to get out. Like, you know, in European countries, people have
I very like yeah. those kind of deep. Say, say again. I just feel like in European countries, people want to be everything on the surface is equal. You know, democracy. Everything is peaceful. You know, people respect people. But、mm-hmm. underneath, to be honest, I still feel like those kind of like discrimination is still exist. Yes, it's people yes, just don't、so、talk about it. Well, they do talk about it. There's lots of people who、um, hate Muslims, hate foreigners, hate、um, refugees. We've got that all the time. It's not hidden at all. You see it in the newspapers, on TV sometimes. You know, a load of、um, about thirty migrants died recently trying to get to the UK, and yeah, some people are pretty happy about that. That's the reality. But the government doesn't split up people based on their ethnicity and stick them into different. Camps because of some idea about a threat. Some vagars. Now, what if some vagars they want to be like Han, they want to be like a local Chinese because they know if they reform themselves or you can do that, do some kind of a change. There's nothing holding them. You no, know, they can make more money because money is the most important thing in this world nowadays. <laughs> that's that's your perspective. Other people have a more spiritual path through life. That's not my perspective. This perspective is from the West, the capitalism. Well, sure, it's it's also a, a very common Western perspective, but it's not necessarily everyone's perspective. Um, I think we've we've done that one. I, I, there's just one more thing I wanted to talk about. The um, the Women's Tennis Association decided to pull out their competitions from China because of the situation with Peng Shuai. What do you make of that? I think most people here don't know about the news about Pongshui. Do you know about it? I learned a little bit about it. How do you know about it? One of my friends, who is an international PR for a very big company, and she reads a lot of news every day、mm. across from China to you know overseas. So she she found some kind of a screenshots from the Twitter. So she shared with us, and we learned a little bit like the. Her post upon Shrine just wrote like a few days ago. Do you mean the original post where she makes she explains her situation with that politician? Yeah. Bing bong. Okay, for those who didn't catch the Peng Shui debacle, which took place in November 2021, Peng Shui, a professional female tennis player from China, she wrote a post on Weibo, which is Chinese Twitter. Detailing an affair that took place between her and the high-ranking, now-retired politician Zhang Gaoli, which included an accusation of sexual abuse. Me Too-style issues have been increasingly popping up in China, and this was seen, especially in the West, as a part of this new outspokenness. And as quickly as about 20 minutes after the post appeared, it was deleted. But the damage was done. Peng Shui disappeared soon afterwards. During the subsequent outcry, the Women's Tennis Association pulled out of China. Bong bing. So, do you know what the aftermath has been and the what the results have been? The account was banned. You can't find this account anymore on Weibo. Hmm. But what's happened、That's、to her? That's how we don't know. You know,、um, on、uh, Twitter, well, a couple of things happened. The CGTN on CCTV people. They put out videos of Peng Shui going to restaurants and stuff like that, and the camera focuses on the 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 date as they're going into the restaurant. So they're walking into the restaurant, 
and then the camera it's like oh look there's a there's a date which proves it's you know it's not an old video and mm. uh, there's Peng Shui and she's having dinner with some people so that was put out and then another one was she did a like a Skype call with someone from the Olympics and she talked about how she's she's fine and stuff there was also a kind of email that went out but of course a lot of people in the like in the women's tennis association and other organizations they don't really believe they think that these are done they're forced um mm. what do you reckon do you think is the west getting it all wrong again or or is there some what's going on with this person maybe the suspicion is true is not wrong but what pongshui did is actually people just feel like she's she did this like cry for I don't know, like from her perspective, she's somehow, is she innocent? She's not. You know, she chose to be mistress for a very high position politician, right? So she knew like what kind of like result or outcome would be if she she did this. So people just doubted when she wrote this kind of uh, article. It was just right before a very important conference meeting within like CCP. It's kind of like a political purpose you, you think don't you think that she would know that it's a dangerous thing for her to talk about right so what's she trying to achieve maybe she's not trying to achieve she could be a, a chess kind of a, a bigger pawn. people behind her yeah pawn yeah yeah don't you think it's more likely that recently in china they've had a bit of a me too thing a bit like how they had in america and stuff you know and women are speaking out a bit more about how they've been treated by more powerful men and this was her it's possible because pontra is a very you know she's an international tennis player so it could be a possibility but it's not follow the logic you know but in her in her the thing she wrote she said you know she's doing something very dangerous right and she also admitted she's a bad woman yeah well the the thing that she wrote i read i read the English translation it's mostly about you know she was having an affair with this guy and mm. so she's saying it i i've been bad i've been bad and she she's not like i'm the bad person in this situation she's she's her claim is that she was having an affair with him but she but accuses honest, him but to be honest don't of, you think adam don't you think this is a bit absurd like if i were her right the first thing if i knew this could be a very dangerous behavior i would do and especially when i am an international tennis player i would go out to america first or go to maybe switzerland or any country can protect me first right mm-hmm. i would just fly out and then do my me too thing mm. instead of doing me too thing just in china so that's why people doubt her this could be a conspiracy like there is a, a more powerful people behind her to use her to do something like this. All right. <laughs> mm. I, I, don't, I don't think it quite adds up, but, but all right. But anyway, she did what she did. Um, maybe she was, I expect she was just, you know, it felt right at the time, um, but she's in trouble, obviously. Uh, and people in China don't really know anything about it, right? Mm-hmm. But, what, but Jack Ma, he also disappeared for a while, didn't he? People knew about that, didn't they? People would just think he... He got retired. He got retired. 
Yeah, he announced that I'm going to retire. I'm going to step back okay, from retired. a current position. But that's not what happened, is it? <laughs> you can tell me more if you know more. <laughs> well, he he was, you know, he was being um, tech companies are very powerful, and he he was pushing it too far. He was saying things that the party didn't like. So who got this kind of guts? That who gave him? This kind of guts to speak, you think? Well, this is the weird like thing this. that you come, you 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 look at it from this angle. It's like the situation is, you shouldn't push it, so only crazy people push it, right? But um, I mean, I think it's,、uh, most of people in the West they don't understand. Actually, there is another situation people can hardly imagine. You know, have you ever thought about like there are two different part of the power within CCP? They were trying to fight for their own future position, so that's why when you see those people, no matter Hong Shui or Jack Ma or whoever who seems to speak something against the current party, I don't think they were speaking for themselves or they, that's their own opinion. Actually, you know, on the surface, there's only one CCP. But to be honest, like we all know, like even though currently our Present is leading this country, but there are another group of people that are against this kind of way of developing. Because、right. current leadership is, yeah, because current leadership is following Mao Zedong's principle, more like、uh, socialism, more like you know, eco wealth. They wanted to develop into a way of the generation when the parents they were young. A more communist approach. Yeah, a more communist approach. But actually, within the CCP party, I still believe there was another previous group of people. Also, some people they want to fight for Deng Xiaoping or types. Or go against,、uh, yeah, or more related to the West capitalism. More Amer- capitalism. More related to American, yeah. More free market. Yeah. So on the one side, more more central control, and on the other side, more free market. Yeah. 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 And 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 you're willing to see all kind of. People who speak out and make trouble—you think they are all doing it through the lens of this rivalry, and people are using them as pawns. I believe so. Really? What about Liu Xiaobo? I think he's different. You know, I think the people who is who's writer or who、um, use their you know their articles to influence people. They might have because they are thinker. You know, they are they are the people who want to change people's mind.、Mm. They might be speak for themselves, but everything related to those kind of a、uh, politics or you know those kind、but、of economic. Pongshui is sleeping with a politician, a previous prime minister. That happens. This this happens in you know. It seems to me unlikely.、Uh, what what are you saying then? She, what are you saying? What's she was sleeping with a. A politician, high-ranking politician, and and what now? She's being used to attack that guy by someone else. No, to attack the the interest, the group behind this guy. Hmm, it's a bit out there. <laughs> I feel like maybe it's very difficult for for you guys to understand. I、uh, know I I can politi- understand the political situations here. Political factions, yeah, 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 and that's that's. But you don't know it either because. You don't know how it works in the inner ring. You know you don't have、But、any we access to that information. You know we we were born in China. We learn different stories from our grandparents, 
from our parents. So we got this kind of feelings. We got this kind of you know understanding. Yeah, but that means that when something happens, you see it through the already existing ideas about how these rivalries play out, and that means that、mm. uh, Peng Shui, as an individual, it's a very cynical way of looking at either her claims about、um, about her affair and、uh, I think some sexual abuse from this guy, and also her current situation, which is what house arrest. She's probably stuck at home, not allowed to do what she wants, talk to who she, who she wants, right? That's her story. I、yeah. don't believe that. You don't. So, what do you believe has happened to her now? What I do believe is that she didn't get what she wants. What was that? She wants power. She wants to be that prime minister's wife. She said, "I want a minfen. Minfen means I want real position. I right, don't、yeah. just want to be a mistress." But what did she want from speaking out? Because she didn't get what she wants, so she has to cry for the power from outside. I, I believe, like before, she posted this, this kind of stuff. There must be someone behind her to give her this kind of idea, because she's already a mistress, right? She's not like、um, a random girl on the streets falling in love with a prime minister or something. So she's not that innocent girl that people imagine that she is. Yeah, but does she deserve to be? Locked up in her house and not allowed to talk to anyone, not allowed to speak freely. Was she? That's what it looks like. If she says this, you know how would like regular people here would think about her? People would think, you know, that's that's the path that you chose. You chose to be a mistress. You chose to sleep with a powerful man. So, if you are not careful, then you could be in danger. And the Western people, the、um, tennis association, and all that, who are getting angry about it, and they've decided that they will stay out of China. So this is the the chairman and CEO of the Women Tennis Association. With the full support of the board of directors, I am announcing the immediate suspension of all WTA tournaments in China, including Hong Kong. In good conscience, I don't see how I, I can ask our athletes to compete. There, when Peng Shui is not allowed to communicate freely, Beijing's response is that you've got these Western organizations making sport political. So, what do you、hmm. reckon? What as a woman's position, I appreciate that that organization what they are doing. Actually, I think this pressure has to be from outside. That's why people have no other way to help her. Right. Right. If people want to write something and try to fight for her. Then that people's outcome could be just like Liu Xiaobo. Yeah, but I would say like maybe possibly there's something like deeper going on. You know, there are too many conspiracy. You're a bit of a conspiracy theorist. Sorry. You're a bit of a conspiracy theorist. Because got- I always learn some kind of story. When you look back on the history, you see a very you know clear story, but then you find out actually there was some some kind of like bigger story behind that. So you start to doubt. You start to doubt this world. Everything you you doubt it. Every people have their own bias and their own opinions. So I I kind of feel like I'm living in a world full of doubts. So I wouldn't be like certain as like five years five years ago. I wouldn't be like certain like say that this is white or this is black. Nowadays it could be you know it could be like this or maybe it's it's just like in the middle of way. Yeah.
I think that's probably everything. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy your hot pot. You know exactly how to make me start to fight with you, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. All right. Bye for now. Have a nice、yeah. weekend. So、uh, we kicked off our conversation by talking about Xinjiang and the oppressed people there. And next time on Stuck in the Middle Kingdom with you, we do religion in China, revisiting Xinjiang as well as Christians and the Boxer Rebellion, the Falun Gong, and the Great Overlord Mao, which is a kind of religion personality cult. And there's a newcomer in the school. See you there.